Hey, 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 everybody. Today we're talking about hiring people on your team. You know how much I talk about the importance of delegation, how you feed your strengths and you outsource your weaknesses. But this episode is about how do you actually hire a virtual assistant to add to your team. So stick around. You're listening to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. Welcome to Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast. And now your host, Melissa Jakubovic. All right. So recently I needed to hire somebody else for my team. Currently, Melissa Marketing is a team of 14 people. Sadly, someone is leaving and we needed to bring someone on to replace them. So I needed to hire somebody else on the team. I also have a one-on-one client that I work with who also needed to hire somebody. And so we came up with all the steps so that that person could do that. And so today I thought, why not talk to all of you about how to hire onto your team? This podcast is particularly for hiring a contractor, someone who is not an employee who would receive a 1099 if you're in the U.S. for tax purposes and works on their own schedule more or less and is not the type of clock in, clock out, nine to five position that you'd find with an employee. So I like to hire virtual assistants to my team as of now. I find that it's really awesome to connect with people who are in their element, who love doing what they do. Maybe they're a mom like I am and they can work around their own schedule. For me as a business owner, it allows me to feel more relaxed about my team knowing that they feel more relaxed with their personal freedom. And that's why people start a business. And I'm all about helping people start grow and scale their businesses. So I personally like to hire virtual assistants who do certain things on my team. Some virtual assistants are just a general broad virtual assistant who does whatever you ask. Other virtual assistants are more specialized and I like to hire virtual assistants who have a great understanding about a particular area that can help my business excel. So Those are the different types of virtual assistants, but nonetheless, I believe that hiring a virtual assistant for now is the best way to grow my team, and I've been doing this for years. So the first thing I do is I go into Facebook groups where virtual assistants hang out, and I post my job needs. I make a post in the Facebook group, and I post what the job requirements are, what the position requires of them, the qualifications that they need and the day-to-day responsibilities. Now, I've been doing this for such a long time that I can tell you by trial and error that we have tried many different ways of doing this, and I've posted before on sites like Craigslist or any of the Job Finder sites, and I've found that the quality is very low. I much prefer posting in Facebook in groups where virtual assistants are hanging out because I know that they already know how to run a virtual business if that's where they are going to make a community and to ask questions about virtual assistants. So that's the best place for me to find my virtual assistants and I highly suggest you start there because you'll find a ton more who are way more qualified than anywhere else. So make sure you have a post ready to go that talks about what it is you need of this person. One sentence that you definitely want to put at the bottom of your post is 
do not PM me or do not send me any DMs. No personal messages, no direct messaging, because I can guarantee you if you leave that sentence out, you will be bombarded with direct messages that you have to sift through. And people will follow up. So you'll get not just one, but maybe two or more personal messages from each individual. And that's something that will cause a lot of stress for you and a lot of wasted time. What I can also pretty much guarantee is that even if you put in the post that you do not want any personal messages, you will get a few personal messages. People feel like they have some special permission to personal message you even when you tell them directly not to. And those are the first people you can cross off the list because they obviously don't follow directions or respect your request and they won't be a good fit for you. So I highly recommend you do put that sentence in there, but just know that you will still get some personal messages. So what I like to do once I've listed what it is that I'm looking for is I let the comments run. I let them run for a while. You can decide what feels good to you, what feels overwhelming to you, but I feel like having a wide variety helps me narrow in on the exact right fit for me. So when I was hiring someone last month, I let the comments run until I had 95 responses. Then I hit the three dots at the top and I shut off commenting. Once I shut off commenting, that means I have time to now go in at my own pace through the people that responded without new people coming on and responding to the job post. However, I can also pretty much guarantee that after you shut off the comments, there will be one or two or maybe more people that hop into your DMs and say, I know you said not to DM you, but I saw that the comments were shut off and I wanted to reach out and let you know. Again, these are the first people that I will not be responding to because I shut off the comments because I've received more than enough of interest and that was plenty for me. And I also specifically said in the post, do not DM me. Maybe my rules are a little bit too strict for you and you're more lax. That's up to you. But I'm just letting you know that my time is valuable and I do not want to have to sift through hundreds of peoples of DMs. And also, I don't want to work with anyone that can't follow basic directions. It's time to get laser focused this year and fill your group programs and one-on-one calendar once and for all. My 90-Day Business Accelerator helps coaches and healers fill their group programs so they can scale their business, freeing up their time and making them more money than they made in the previous quarter. Visit go.melissmarketing.com MWI, which stands for Marketing with Intention. See you there. So I let 95 people respond and then I shut off the comments. The next step is I took my time, took me about an hour, and I read through every single one of the comments. And not only did I read through them, I also clicked on the person's name. Once I did that, I was able to see what other posts this person posted in the group that I posted in. Because you can see how they interact and what questions they're talking about and they're asking. And then I also went to their personal profile page and did some research there just to see if I get a good vibe from them, if I like what they're posting, if I think we'll get along. And what's really interesting is I specifically said I'm looking for someone who works with spiritual businesses. And a lot of people would say, oh, this is totally me. This is 100% what I do. And then when you click on their name and you can see all the other posts they've put in the group, I was able to see that a lot of these people already posted in the group saying, I'm looking for clients who have to do with 
attorneys or law because that is where my focus is. And what that does is it helps me weed out the wrong people even faster. People who say, oh, this is totally me, but actually it's not in alignment, lets me know that they just want a position or they just want the money or they just want a client, but they're not actually a good fit. So that's the next level of weeding out that I do. After I read through all 95 comments and I did my research on every single one, I picked out a handful that I thought would be okay to send an application over to. So I sent an application to them in their own personal message. Now, I did that for about 20 of the 95 people. Now, I understand that everyone's in different time zones, although if you want someone in a certain time zone, you can put that in the post, and I actually did. So anyone who was not in that time zone, I also weeded them out in that way. But some people are in different time zones, or they don't check their personal messages that often, and also because we're not friends, it might go into the others folder. So knowing that not everyone was going to get the message right away, I wanted to reach more people than less. So that's why I reached out to 20 of the 95. Some people will respond right away. Some people will respond two weeks later. If you are interested in a job opportunity and you throw your hat in the ring, you should expect to receive a response rather soon or at least check periodically to make sure you did get a response. But if you haven't checked in two weeks, then you're not eager for the position and that's the way that I see it. So I sent out an application to 20 people. Of the 20 people, eight people responded right away. Now I'm a fast hirer. When I need someone on my team, I want to hire them on, train them, and get going right away. So if someone's going to respond to me a week or two later, they're already not a good fit for my company. So of the eight people that responded, I sent them an application. It was actually an assessment. They had to take a little test to see if they fit the qualifications I was looking for. Of the eight, I went through and reviewed every single response. And I have a grading system that I do when I'm looking through the responses to find out who gets the highest grades. And out of that, I set up three interviews. So let's just review. It's like a sales funnel. I put out a job post in a group for virtual assistants, and that means every single person there had the opportunity to respond. Of every single person there, and there are thousands, 95 people commented on my post. Of the 95 people, I sent an application to 20 people, so it gets smaller and smaller and smaller. Of the 20 people, 8 responded right away, and of the 8 people, I assessed how they responded to the application and gave them a score that we have an internal scoring system and set up interviews with 3 people. Now on these interviews, this is where you have to use a little bit of intuition. You have to feel into, does this person feel right for the team? Does this pure... Does this person feel right to me? Will we get along? We could talk about payment. We can talk about hourly rate. We could talk about payment. We could talk about the hours that they're going to work. We could talk about how they would handle certain situations. And we can ask questions that give us a deeper understanding on if this person is a right fit. So I highly recommend you do those over Zoom or other video platforms so that you can see each other and not just by phone. After I interviewed three people, I found the one that I liked the best and I hired them. 
Now, one thing that happens after hiring that I highly recommend you do is training. You have to have training videos available. So whether this is your first or your 15th hire, it's always important to have training videos available so that you can save your time. I like to use Loom. It's a video screen sharing service. They have a free version and a paid version. And you can do a video walkthrough of what your day-to-day tasks are. So for example, if I know I'm hiring someone to do something, before I even put that post out into the group looking to hire someone, I am walking through all of those day-to-day responsibilities that this person has on video so that as soon as I hire them, I'm ready to say, all right, let's go right into the training and there is no downtime. Now I have a big team and not a lot of time, so I need to have my training ready to go from the minute they begin. But if this is your first hire, I recommend you take the time to walk through your day-to-day practices and video them or record them using Loom or some other video software system so that you will be ready to go as soon as you hire someone. Now, I was replacing somebody who has been on my team for a while and has just moved on to do different things with their life. So those last two weeks that they're with me, part of what they do for me is walk through their day-to-day responsibilities and record them so that the training that the new person gets is fresh because the things that I know need to get done are going to be explained from my point of view. But it would be a much stronger point of view to have a recording done from the person who literally does this every single day. So I will oversee the training and I will make sure that the new person knows exactly what to do and is sticking on to target and doing all the right things and I'll be there and available for questions. But at the same time, the actual training videos come from people who are already doing this every single day. That makes the transition from the old person to the new person much more seamless. So I've hired lots and lots of people over the years and this is the system that works best for me when hiring a virtual assistant. Whether it's your first one or your 10th, it really doesn't matter. It's the same process again and again and again. And just like I encourage you to document the process with videos, For the training, I also encourage you to document this process for hiring so that if this person doesn't work out or they leave sometime and you need to refill the position, you already have the post saved, you already have the application saved or the assessment saved, and it takes literally no time at all. And that's exactly what I did. I reposted the exact same post from the first time I needed to hire someone for this position. So this is how I hire for my team. I hope this helps and I'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the Marketing Tips with Melissa podcast at www.marketingtipswithmeliss.com. Hey coaches and healers, it's time to feel supported in your business. Head on over to our free community to get access to my best resources for free. I'm talking marketing tips, business strategy, feedback, and so much more. Join now at magneticmarketingmastermind.com. See you there.